the mic. My name is Mike Goldman, and my guest today is the legendary Big Brother performer, if you will. And it rhymes with performer, none other than Tim Dormer. I like that. How you going, man? Good. Welcome yeah. to the show. Thanks for having me. I've been trying to get you on here for ages. I'm so excited to oh, actually have you here you in my room. Get rid of me now. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. So, hey, V, man, everything good in your world? Congratulations yeah, on the engagement. Good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's barking at us. When are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? Do you know what? We got engaged before it was legal to get married, before there was even talk of a plebiscite. <laughs> and so I was always like, oh, like it'll be years before we're going to walk down the aisle together mm. because legally we weren't able to. Then they bloody made it possible. And now everyone's, now I've got to bloody do it. Talk us through it because I, I read an article and I think uh, just Chinese whispers, people telling me how you proposed. Was it in San Fran? In, yeah, in the hippie, yeah. hippie area, and yes, yeah, you were singing, are you going to San Francisco? And yeah, flowers in our hair. Old time. We found out it was a gay nude beach. Oh. I didn't know that. But it was a beautiful sunset right next to the San Fran Bridge. But what we were watching a Dude, movie. what is it with you and nude beaches? You've rocked up to my house now, and, and you've come straight from the nude beach. Well, they'll think I'm a pervert that just hangs out at nude beaches. Were you there I by just... yourself with sunglasses and a newspaper up the back? Or were you there with some friends? Or what's the I'm, story? I let it all hang out. I don't hide. Like, yeah. People have come up to me before on a new beach and being like are you Tim from Big Brother and it's like well, what do you say <laughs> you look so much smaller on camera <laughs> in real life <laughs> I just like getting out in nature and I'm, I'm a big believer in I think there's nothing better than seeing a whole bunch of other human beings nude that makes you feel good about yourself in that like pe the body comes in all shapes and sizes mm. and there's nothing more freeing than kind of stripping off I don't know like a our clothes might be a work uniform or a symbol of how much we earn. Hmm. But when you're just a naked human with another naked human, hmm. I don't know, there's something very just, I don't know, natural. I heard that you were quite popular in the nude beach because you could carry two cups of coffee back from the shops and six donuts. Is that true? <laughs> how those would six feet? No, we're not... <laughs> Um, I probably couldn't know. And erections on the new beach are bad. What? You don't <laughs> you want an erection one? on the new beach. Have you seen one? Oh, like, uh, I mean, you get them. You just roll over. No. Have you actually seen a, a dude walking along the nude beach with a stiffy? Not like walking along, oh, but man. you might see someone. They're not necessarily sexual. It might just be like a spontaneous... Like when you wake up in the morning and, oh, yeah, i got a, a morning glory happening. You can have those at the beach if you've had a nap. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, back to San Fran. Yeah. You're at the nude beach and you oh. just decided to get down on one knee. We, you weren't nude though. We, no, we weren't nude. Okay. We didn't know that was a nude beach. But we had um, we were on this holiday and, and it was uh, 2017, which was the 50th anniversary of the Summer of Love in mm. 1967. Mm. And... Um, like we're big hippies like love that whole scene and, and that whole counterculture movement where there was a time in the world where people were afraid of war they mm. were afraid of like ecological collapse and i mean that's the same things now 50 years later we're yeah. still in that scene mm. and i just believe there's always that moment of revolution that could happen mm. like and, and in 1967 there was one in san fran that's mm. where it was born out of mm. so we bought the rings on this street called hayton ashby street which is like Janice Joplin lived around the corner and it, yeah, it was a time where I think, I don't know, it was the birthplace of that movement Yeah, and and we just wanted to check it out. And, and see the it. village people too. Yes. Why? Well, yes. Has I it, think I've they have a Mardi Gras there, isn't it the biggest one in the world or behind Australia? Uh, I think it, they have like something called Pride Week, yeah, which right. is, yeah, and there's a street called, um, or a suburb, the Castro, Castro mm. 
which is um that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So what did you do? Did you get down one day and say, "Hey, you're the best thing ever," and I just want to marry you? Um, do you know what? This is an interesting convo to have with you because I had planned to do it on Facebook Live, hmm. and I don't know only because. A lot of everything else in my life at the time, I mm. felt like it was all about sharing yeah. with the people that were following. Yeah. And um, it just seemed natural for me to do that. And I thought, oh my God, we're mm. around the other side of the world on this holiday. Mm. Um, it, it would be a really cool moment. And and I think at the time, Australia was talking about marriage equality, but yeah. there wasn't anything about the plebiscite. Yeah. So you just thought I'm going to keep this as a private moment between the two of us. I did. And I messaged a friend. special, you know. It's the only two people that had that moment, and yeah. Now you're going to get married. Yeah, we have to. That's exciting. Apparently, who's going to be your celebrant? Because I was thinking of studying. Oh, you know, we've had I so many people. Greg Evans say that from Perfect Match. He's a celebrant. Is he? My mate Shura Taft. Do you know, the guy who hosted the mall. He's a celebrant. You have to you have, have an one. officiate, no? I, I think you can you can go to a courthouse and do it because it's legal now in Australia. Yeah. Well, and, and the funny thing is, I noticed when when you came back from getting engaged, you decided to be at the forefront of the uh, the marriage debate. Uh, and, yeah. And, and, and so, that, how was that for you? It, it really struck home, I guess, uh, literally because my family is quite conservative, so mm. they weren't shy about saying that they were going to vote no. Mm. I actually have. I never asked them. Did they end up voting no? But there would be members of my immediate family that did vote no, and so we just felt really like um, I don't know. All of a sudden, something that was really personal to us was was being discussed by our own family and and, and strangers around the country. I mean, we'd wake up and there'd be a headline that was equating gay parents to pedophilia and it was just awful yeah like it was just a time where i can say now i I struggled with mental health for Mm. the whole sort of last half of that year and Mm. it's only been in the last few months that i've kind of gone now the dust is settled on all that like Mm. i don't feel like i have to fight Mm. anymore but Mm. waking up every day and feeling that I don't know. If it was going to be a no result, we were talking about leaving Australia. I know mm. that sounds a bit dramatic. Well, no, but- it, do- it doesn't sound dramatic because, like, I- I'm a-, a big supporter of the gay rights movement and and uh, you know and gay marriage. I think if anyone wants to sp- spend the rest of their life with someone, no matter what their sex, they should be allowed to, allowed to. <laughs> not have some stinky old politician tell tell you that you can't yeah. do it. But I-, I I can understand where you're coming from because I actually marched in the uh, in the Mardi Gras. Yeah, uh, it was um, the straight people celebrating marriage equality. Oh, cool! And yeah. and we had to wear white as a big float. I actually went dressed as the Pope. Yeah, right. And, and I'm blessing people along the way because the Pope had actually got fired or he just quit for the first time ever. So I thought maybe I get the job. I go dress as the Pope, <laughs> and people wanted me to marry them and stuff. But it wasn't legal back then. But I, I was talking to a lot of people then, and I was around um, when when people. When, when they were actually deciding or announcing whether Australia voted yes or no. And some people said that if, if Australia votes no, then they'll be really depressed, really sad, mm. and in some cases suicidal. But uh, I think now that it, it's not a thing anymore and no one really cares about it, it's like people can do whatever they want, yeah. then there's no reason for people to be depressed about their sexuality as much. Yeah, it's really empowering for young people, I think, to understand... Like, uh, whether they're LGBT or not, mm. like, just 
any young person to know that marriage is marriage and it's inclusive of all. If there was going to be another name for it yeah. for LGBT marriage, it's it's other than it's mm. it's some it's separate to it's just divisive. But mm. this under all one word of marriage, it now means that anyone grows up understanding that we are equal. Yeah, like yeah. What's what's annoying is when people take it so far the other way. I mean, you you were saying there was a story about you know parents and pedophilia and gay marriage in the same sentence, but these crazy right-wing people who you know don't want gay marriage and then they're mm. they're, they're so hell-bent on putting it in the same category as nick next thing you know you'll be able to marry your dog yeah, yeah. but that's all behind us now which is good but yeah you know i I, I just wondered what it was like for you, who, who was someone who was, you know, a trailblazer, who got, yep, I'm going to get married and, and came back to Australia and you were part of the fight and and congratulations for oh, helping geez. it become a reality. Yeah. And think of all the people, you know, you, you said that, you know, you were spent a lot, lot of your life being depressed about it, but think of all the people that you've actually helped and you should feel really good about that. Oh, thanks, Mike. I... I- I know there's people who have done the job long before us. Like, I call myself a baby gay. I've been mm. out for, what, two years now. Mm. Um, there's people that died before they could get married and yeah. they were in love with their partner for, for so long. Mm. And I just think we're so... Lo- I just feel so privileged mm. that I, we live in a Did you feel like a weight came off your shoulders? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And what, yeah. Would you, what would you say to, you know... Someone, you know, 22-year-old kid who just hasn't told his friends or family and might have a boyfriend and just sort of doesn't really yeah, know how to go about gosh. it. What, what, what are the best steps for someone in that, that situation? I mean... Because your parents didn't agree with gay marriage. A lot of your family yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't agree with marriage equality, so... I think um, it's such a personal thing, your journey through your own sexuality. Wherever you end up, um, you, you can't... Really, but other people can give you advice and, and, and help you along the way, but it is something that you need to do yourself mm. and in your own timing. And I'm, I'm really funny about feeling the pressure to come out and, and, and people putting pressure on others mm. to come out. That's just so wrong. Yeah, and you don't have to. Yeah, who, who you cares? don't even have to. Exactly. In this like, day and age. If you want to keep it to yourself yep. and what you do in the bedroom, who gives us stuff? Just the terminology even of coming out. It's as if you have to... I don't know, like uh, confess something that 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 is wrong or or that is going to mm. make people react differently towards you. It shouldn't. We should, as a as a culture, as a as a species, start understanding now that the way we react about things and the way that we see people react about things. I don't mm. know if you've seen that movie, Love Simon. Jennifer Garner's the mum, and she has a teenage son who comes out as gay to her, no. and he's expecting her to just disown them or he's expecting her to be sad her response is just so joyful and and celebrative mm. it's the first time i've actually seen a response like that mm. on a movie or a tv show and i go yes we need more of that where people where parents can see it modeled that it, they don't have to react with shock mm. or disgust i think mm. i don't know so we're all learning mm. but where, what was the question back to your own timing i think for me mm. I, my whole twenties, it mm. just wasn't something that I didn't wrestle with it. When, when I did Big Brother, mm. people say, "Why didn't you come out when you were on Big Brother?" You didn't know. I didn't know I was gay when yeah. I was on Big Brother. I was yeah, the hot for boogs. Yeah, or pork yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it, it's a very complicated yeah. situation, mm. sexuality, and some people like defining themselves mm. under a label, and mm. this is my crowd, this is my tribe. For me. I, I don't know. I just I found it hard to kind of describe it or, or limit it. So mm. when I came out, I just said, I'm in love with a guy. Mm. 
Call me whatever deal you want. Deal with it, everybody. Yeah, deal with it. I think the best thing, uh, advice you could give to anyone out there that might be thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to turn to? I don't understand how I am and why am I this way? Is just don't keep it inside. Speak to someone. Yeah. Speak, speak to someone you trust. Uh, if you can't find someone that you trust, then maybe, you know, speak to some, you know, people online that, that might, you know, yeah, be in the same situation. Absolutely. There's a lot, this... lot of chat groups and stuff and yep. uh, along those lines. Be careful of the people online. I'm not saying that you should trust them or anything <laughs> like that. But, you know, you got to talk to people, probably the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't feel as though you're alone. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I you say ain't... that and that's how I felt. Mm. I just could did not feel like I could speak to anyone about it. Mm. But there are friends and, and support. Mm. There's charities out there for young people yeah. that you can just call up and, and mm. yeah, chat to. So uh, how's Ash handling it? Is he, is he enjoy yeah. being the uh, hubby wife? Who's the husband? Who's the wife? Oh, I'm Either. definitely the wife and I'm such a bad housewife. I'm like a horny housewife that stays at home and I know if I clean up the house, I get sex when he comes home from work. So I'm, I'm probably a, like oh, a husband's dream of a housewife. I burnt muffins the other day. I'm not a good cook. Um, he is probably the husband. He works full time and he's like a labourer, so he's he's like up at six a.m. Is he? Like, I thought he was a male model. It's oh, just you're both extremely good looking. Just, I just assumed yeah. you're models. <laughs> he's very good looking, but no, he shovels dirt and builds brick walls for a living. Yeah, but um, where'd you meet? Where do we meet? Was before Big Brother. I had a year where I was sleeping with both guys and girls mm. and he was one of them it oh. was just a random hookup mm. and then it was years after big brother he messaged on instagram and said hey i think we hooked up in a park once oh do you still like girls <laughs> yeah do you, do you think you'd ever go back if it didn't work out understand it's so oh this is it if you want to see a case in weird complicated sexuality watch the season of Big Brother Canada that I did. Yeah, you because, came third. Yeah, I came third. But there was a chick on that that we were a showmance. And, well, I mean, that was the, the storyline of the show. Mm. And I, I kept saying, no, no, I don't have feelings for her. I couldn't say I'm in love with a guy back home. Yeah. Because I wasn't out. And, yeah. and I thought about it. Do I come out on this show? I'm around the other side of the world on a reality TV show. It just wasn't right for my family. It do, would be... What do you mean showman? Did you get it on with her or it was like an emotional, intellectual romance? I... You had a fling? We never... We, we made out a few times and, I mean, I'd get hard when we'd be cuddling on the couch oh. out by the pool. Like, it's... I, that was the confusing moment for me because confusing I confusing thought... moment yeah. for you? <laughs> well, really? I actually... Do you know a fun fact? I never once masturbated in the Big Brother house, Australia or Canada. I wow. kind of switched into this celibate... I think, it, I think it's a good move because... Anyone who did, they thought, oh, it's pitch black in here. Yeah, you've got no, Mike no Goldman in the other room watching. Like, That's what... Here we are. Welcome back to Big Brother Up Lake. Let's see what Timmy's up to. And you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. You could hear it at night from the others. I think... Oh, just a little bit of that. Oh, date. I was like... Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, That's I That's a good thing you didn't do that because... You know, yeah. you, you just hold it in. It's only... I think it actually helped my game in mm. that... You're sort of switching off this part of your body. I would never recommend anyone doing it in the real world. Or maybe it is good to go for a break. But like mm. turning off your sexuality in a way that you kind of... Well, if your body needs to get it out, you'll just have a wet dream. Yeah, true. And that's even funnier for us to watch. That never happened. I don't know, but it might have happened to me once. It Maybe. Did. It happened to me in Big Brother Australia. And what, I you had was, a wet dream? And I was not wearing my pyjamas. I was wearing Drew's pyjamas. 
It was. <laughs> you had a wet dream in someone else's pajamas. This is a revelation. We never heard about this when the show was happening. Now that I'm now that I'm like seeing a guy that bromance that I have with Drew. <laughs> And Tully used to sleep in the bed as well. Because yeah. like, it was me and Drew sharing a double bed and she'd sleep in between us. Who yeah. are you attracted to more, Drew or Tully? I was never attracted to Drew. Oh, like, what's honest, wrong with you? Honestly. He's a great looking guy. He looked like Keanu Reeves in his the, prime. But Mike, that's a that's the question that, that gay people hate being asked is that no, I'm not attracted to every single male mm. just because I like some You're not just a randy puppy that's having a go at everything. <laughs> No, like Drew was, he was a mate. Like, honestly, he was like the same way I think about like high school straight best friends mm. or, or like I've got straight mates now that I would never even. Mm. Anyway, like, I, did, I do want to make you coming on this show all about you sex. coming out yeah, and, right. okay. and getting it engaged and getting it married and all that kind of stuff. We talked about it a bit more than I, I thought we were going to actually. Dog I'll, breeding. Do you want to talk about dog breeding? Because the dog's on heat. Let, we could talk about absolutely anything you want, my friend. We can talk about dog breeding. Okay, we well, could I've talk got about this dilemma. Yeah. Do I breed? Because everyone's all about rescue dogs and mm. it's lovely. Yeah. But I don't want a rescue dog. Dude. You've got to understand, and I'm an ambassador for the RSPCA and the Animal Welfare League of Queensland. You've got to understand there are thousands of dogs literally being put down every homes. day and cats and kittens and guinea pigs and mice. And if you want a pet, you do not need to go to a pet store. At least make that your first point of call before you go to a pet store. Just go to the RSPCA, go to the Animal mm. Welfare League. They've got photos as well online, so you can check I've them out got before a few you go. arguments against this because I've, mm. I've had my. They're French bulldogs, so they're purebred. They yeah. cost way too much money. But mm. I, throughat the years since I got, what, meet those four now, I've, mm. I've copped a bit of shit off people online did, saying, did why you see, didn't you adopt? Did why? you see the photo of the mum? Did they show you a photo of the mum? Um, yeah, <laughs> and asked to see the mum out the back. And... They did, and the mum was all right, looked after. Because I think that's yeah. one of the main things you have to do. If you're going to go to those links, you've got to make sure, sure it's that a, a reputable breeder. the, the yes. mum's not yeah. you know stuck in a tiny little dog yeah, house with no room to move. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're just artificially inseminating yeah. it but absolutely that sounds like it was and that legitimate is not what i'm gonna do like i yeah. think we'll have one litter uh, i've got a male and a female and we just want one but this is this is what i say to people okay i can't make a baby on my own hmm. i can't but there's so many babies around the world that need homes and all these other people are making babies mm-hmm. why don't they go and adopt a baby. Don't tell me where to get my dog from. I won't tell you where to get your kids from. I, do, I it's it's horrible that there are mm. unwanted pets in so the world. So you're saying that, that some but, people might just adopt a black baby rather than because they think they're cute, you know? And they um, should. I mean, what, what are you getting at here? I don't, I'm confused. I'm just saying, I, 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 it's. For me, it's not the horror of the world that there's unwanted pets. I mm. think as humans, as a species, mm. we need to stop breeding. Yeah. That's how we'll save you the planet. You think there's too many humans? Yes, yeah. absolutely, mm. absolutely. And uh, thinking about marriage and our future, would we have kids? It's a, like, I. it does play a big, mm. like, I don't know. If you want a French bulldog, you should just be able to go and get a French bulldog if you want. It doesn't matter that there's other dogs. Yeah, being put I'm, down. I'm. I hate shaming. I really hate shaming mm. people. If they're ignorant, yes, try and but you agree don't shame it, them. But you agree it could be a first step before going and getting a French bulldog. Just go and have a look. There's a lot of there's a, 
There's also, oh God, no, we, oh, we can't be getting down this. If we weren't recording, I probably would say other things. Say, I, you can say whatever you want. dogs in that people rescue and think mm. that they're doing the right thing and mm. they'll bring them back to an apartment mm. and think that, and they'll put it all over Instagram. They mm. might even put up an Instagram page for their rescue dog. I know two friends that have done this yeah. and it's because it's a fad. It's seen as... as Cool, you you're making a difference it's to a rescue fad. a dog. It's not a fad. People have been getting rescue dogs since the 50s. Yeah, but since social media came around and Instagram... Because you just know about it more. ...trendy and people in Bondi doing it. Are you kidding me? Oh, you go for a walk down Bondi, you see about 20 French bulldogs. Yeah. Everyone's got the same cute little pet. Because it, yeah. mm, it's so expensive. Well, wh- where I'm getting at is... Come around here, get in, get in front of the, oh, mic. the mic. You might even have to chuck a spread um, like me. I, I know people who have now dumped rescue dogs again mm. because they didn't research the breed. Yeah. They didn't understand that they were getting a working dog, like a cattle dog mm. or, or a Mastiff or a Great Dane. I don't know what the RSPCA is doing to give out these dogs to these people that live yeah. in apartments, mm. but... Yeah, you got to figure out if I, you've got land for, for a dog or like, like a backyard. Like I didn't walk past a pet shop and see a French sport dog in the shop window and go, how cute, I want one. Yeah. I researched for years. Yeah. I found the breeder. I went on a waiting list to get one. Mm. And I would pay anything it costs to make sure that they're healthy and well. Mm. The whole rescue a dog, save a life yeah. is creating pet owners that I don't think are ready. Don't want to be pet ownership. owners. They want to interact. So what you say is if people dog. people want to get a dog at they need to research <laughs> I'm gonna get so much research shit, the actual breed that they want to get and, and then find the breeder and go that get it. It's a big decision whether it's a rescue dog yeah. or a dog from a breeder that yeah. you really, Before you take you it from the RSPCA, make sure you know what breed it is and it's okay for you. Because you think apartment. you're doing something good for the world. Don't yeah. get a rescue dog because you think that you're it's a good thing to do and there's so many rescue dogs that need homes. Ask mm. yourself first Am I going to make a good pet owner? Mm. But you love animals. I mean, yes, you, you yes. had this this um, amazing friendship with the Australia Zoo guys. You you talked about it all the time when you're on Big Brother. Yeah, and, and you I, re- always wanted to meet Bindi Irwin. You finally got to I meet her. You, you've worked with her before. Gosh, there was a headline that I was Terry's toy boy at some stage. It was a weird little like. Were you? No. Oh <laughs> hell no no. No, and I'm like, how inappropriate when I used to joke about I had a crush on Bindi. I don't. I really do. That's okay now because she's like, was she 21 now or something? Yeah, but I think at the time she was 17 or something. I don't know, but she. I think she is a really um, inspirational young person, and and what she's been through in her life, um, and. What she represents. There's so many young people that we need people like that Hmm. that are not. I don't know, the Disney franchise sort of pin-up young person. Hmm. I don't know. There's not many people like her in the world, I don't think. So didn't you go wrestling crocodiles up in the Northern Territory recently? Oh, no. It was probably about two, three years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was... Oh, every year that Irwin's going to it, it's something that Steve did. Even before he was the croc hunter, Steve hmm. was like... Um, this guy that would go out and catch problem crocs on properties and mm. instead of shooting them, he was big on, no, we can relocate them mm. um, because they used to just shoot them all. And so that's basically how Australia Zoo was built. But um, every year now, the family and a research team from Queensland University, they still go out and catch wild crocs and tag them because there's a bit of a, like, it, I don't think they'd see it as a problem, but Australian government sees it as a problem where there's, in areas, there's too many crocs now as mm. far as they're concerned because yeah. what happened before they were protected, they were just all shot 
But now that they were, since they were protected, Too they many. started growing bigger. Mm. Like they're, they're reaching the size that they were before they were all killed. And, and it's a problem. Yeah, well, up near Darwin mm. and around Cairns where they claim to be croc-free cities, mm. the more crocs you have, the more they're going to move and, in and, and they're, sort Yeah, of they're set coming further and further down the coast. Yep. Like they're spotting them in Cairns, like near the oh, main yeah. streets. I think there's they a... say Brisbane within a few years. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, think about global warming. I like I studied a bachelor of science at uni, and I remember mm. my teacher this ten years ago said, like sort of by twenty thirty, she said Sydney will likely see species from up north, whether that's so, in the oceans or you know they have Look said they've said so much stuff about about global warming over the years that hasn't come true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wow. look at look at the temperatures and and look at look at the the arctic circle and and how it, you know, they're saying that it's melting when it actually hasn't. It's it's actually growing more. There's so many scientists that say no, one way Mike, or the other. It's just oh. Come on, you studied it. Educate me so so you know. There is science that disproves it. Mm. But there's something the other now, way as well. This is the there, thing. It's, it's, there's both this sides. This is the problem with the muddying of the waters that people who don't know how to find a scientific journal where it's tested and it's and you can check who funded the research. That's the other thing. You've mm. got to check who funds research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These days, science means nothing. Mm. Nobody believes in science anymore because the waters have been muddied and we so don't much know fake what's news. real. Exactly. It's what's really fake going news. on? Who do we believe? What scientist is telling the truth? I think it's obvious that you only have to look at habitat destruction. The, the amount of space that our species has spread over the last 200 years. They, they say we follow the same pattern as the spread of a virus. And that our species, what? we just use the resources of where we live until they're gone and mm. then we go somewhere else. We have well, no concept of sustainable sustainability. Like, there's, I mean, there's got to be a positive in not polluting the atmosphere as much and, you know, not putting plastic into the ocean. Yeah. I mean, you've been to a lot of Asian countries like Indonesia and the beaches are horrible they're now. Horrible. And I remember like it was only 20 years ago, they were, they were beautiful. I, it's sad. I actually don't think we can change it. I, and that's something I've come to in the last year. And it's, you think it's done? It's awful because we should be mess- we should speak messages of hope and, mm. and every small change is something beneficial. But while and this goes back to the shaming as well, I, I just really hate people shaming the whole plastic bag saga mm. and the plastic straws. Mm. If you don't care about the environment or you don't understand, mm. Or you don't have the money to spend for for a more greener option. Hmm. I hate it when when people shame those type of people because it's not going to change anything. Hmm. What, what is I the way to do it then? Like what? What do you just uh, show take them down how the government ki- make it make it illegal to have straws? No, make it no, illegal no. to have plastic bags. No, I mean, Coles the, had them on the show. It is you not could the get- individuals that are ruining the planet. It's it's not the rubbish of one individual that's going to cause ecological collapse. It's multinational companies who are tax-free destroying our planet with fossil fuels and the government letting them do it because it's profitable for countries to do that. That's what's going to kill the world, not an individual using a plastic straw. So I Mm. think us as a species need to grassroots rise up and Mm. take down the system that's going to kill us. Mm. But... We won't, because we're so, all ants. In, in summary, we're all ants. We're yes. spreading like a virus. <laughs> uh, we need to stop breeding, but we can breed lots of dogs and have the dog we want. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of it. I don't know. I just, I, I'm all about like doing your research and not being ignorant and, and trying to make a positive difference in the world. Mm. But we're not going to change the world by shaming, by pointing the mm. finger at people and yeah. because it's, it's not the individual. But what about shaming it... the petrol companies? And, and what, yeah, what about shaming yeah. the mines? I mean, you've got to shame them because, you know, I, I, I was just uh, at the Peter Allen Festival recently and I was talking to oh, you know, a, few, a, a few country folk. Yeah. And uh, they're all worried about fracking and uh, a yeah. lot of them worried about mining. Yep. Yep. And I met Barnaby Joyce up there wow. as well, who, uh, you know, the controversial like? uh, member of the National Party. Lovely chap. Yeah. I mean, sure, he hooked up with his secretary and they got a baby. I who met cares? his secretary. Stop I met, sex shaming. I met the oh, kid. Okay. He had a wife. I, I met the kid. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, the drama there was okay, fair enough. He was all, he was against gay marriage. He was all about the sanctity mm. of the family. But, yeah. but they always but, are. It's but, the ones that the- but marriages fall apart and it just, just yeah. gave people more reason to crucify him for yeah. you know hooking up with with someone else and having a baby but they're they're really happy and i'll tell you what he is really loved out there in the country because yeah. he's done some amazing things but the point yeah. i was leading to is they're worried about fracking they're worried about the big mining companies big petro companies going through those areas and uh and and just wrecking their land and there's there's stories of you know having the uh the, the people overseeing you know different fracking areas and and mining sites uh, when they leave, as soon as they leave, they you know change it and they, and they 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 turn the water off and they they start messing with the land and yeah. and there needs to be constant eyes on any of those big companies because all they care about is profits. And they it's do not give a shit about the us. Government yeah. handshakes. The do you know what? Great Barrier Reef is sold. Yeah, that's it's, it's ter- what we're going to find out is what's happened up there over the next few years. We'll find out and in we ten years. We all were just quiet. Yeah. We yeah. didn't know. It's so. But, but it's because Australians. Don't go out and protest like other countries. You know, yeah, uh, you're uh, right. Australians are we not who, uh, too, you know, I think it, it comes from a mindset of like, oh, we're all convicts. We're sent here as prisoners. You know, I'll look at the bad boys going out and doing naughty things and cheering them on. But when it comes to laws and, and things happening in this country that, that we can't change, we just go, oh, well, it's the government. You know, we voted yeah. them in. And, and they're sort of like a sh- shrug your shoulders and yeah, she'll be she'll right, be right. mate approach. Yeah. I, and we need to get out there and contact yeah. the local member and say, I'm not happy with this. This is a crock of shit. Yeah. How come you're mining here? How come you're building a railway and, and giving $3 billion to an Indian company, mm. Adani? You know, everyone's complaining about stopping Adani, that at yeah. the moment. Yeah. And people need to get more involved here rather than I going, went oh, whatever. I a protest recently in the hills of Nimbin. They were worried about a, a Wi-Fi tower being brought in. And it was, it was a big <laughs> Nim- multi-nimbus. Nimbin, they'll protest about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and we know. sat there and someone pulled out some hummus, like a bowl of hummus, the biggest one I've ever seen in my life. And we just sat on the ground and ate hummus for a couple of hours. And, and, then... and three days later, you, you don't know where it went or what was in the hummus. <laughs> and apparently bunya pine. Like you can make, you know bunya pines, like the really tall tree. Mm. The nuts, are the, it's the biggest nut in the world, this mm. bunya pine. And if you find one, you can crush up the seeds and make hummus. What? Yeah, you forget serious? pine nuts. Is that what hummus? No, chickpeas. Chickpeas, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but it tastes great. It was nice, was it? It was delicious. Right, and they didn't put anything in it? No, no wacky tobacco. No wacky tobacco. No. Right. What do you think of uh, the whole legalizing wacky marijuana tobacco. thing here? Oh. Because in uh, in America it's legal. In so many other countries around the world, and especially medicinal marijuana like CBD oil, which yeah. which can help people with cancer. My dad's got cancer, and he he really needs that stuff right now. Yeah. He's got headaches, and it it eases the pain, and he's about to start another radiation treatment on Monday. 
and 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 it's ridiculous that, you, that, get that, access that to the, you can't get you access can't. to this and and it's it's just because of all government red tape and there's yeah. there's big pharmaceutical what? companies it, it, it that want happen. the rights to do it and it's it, not yes, fair yes that's exactly what it is it's about money and it's about um taxing it the, mm. the evidence is there that marijuana mm. is far less harmful than a drug like alcohol yeah. which is so acceptable yeah. in our community and our yeah. culture australian culture is uh, uh, I'm hesitant to say I oh, have smoked marijuana in the past I think that there are kind of grey areas about some people are psychologically susceptible mm. for me it's not great like, mm. I, I'm not good with weed <laughs> like you get paranoid or something or... Oh. but but there's there's certain types of medicinal marijuana that have the yes, THC yeah. taken out so you don't get that trippy oh, absolutely. feeling yeah, yeah yeah where it's no hallucination at all mm. but I just think it's it's been shown in you know, like European countries where mm. you legalize something, it mm. suddenly takes away the the criminal sort yeah. of market yeah. of that. Drug. Takes away people getting shot and yeah. you know, people people breaking the law and doing the wrong thing. But I mean, in America, there's still people in jail who are d- dealing in weed, and now weed's legal. I mean, do you let those people out? Yeah, but wow. We we we, de- oh, yeah. we definitely need to um to to address it, and yeah. and, and we need to make it legal in this country because. It's not like ice where you get to you know go running down the street in the nude and have a punch yeah. up with someone or you know or speed or heroin or anything like that that really messes people's lives out. I, mean, I don't know anyone that's over. Uh, I've never read a story about someone ODing on no, marijuana. No, I, there's never been a, a recorded case of someone ODing and, I, and dying. I'm pretty on sure it's just the big pharmaceutical companies stopping it. And we were yeah. talking before about you know politicians doing backdoor deals. Why do we have lobbyists like? Lobbyists are just people that go in and say, how much do you want for your campaign? So you let yeah. this get through. How much do you want for your campaign? So you let this happen. Like we've got, got to make that illegal. Yeah, don't you think? actually, that's a good point. Why don't, why don't the lobbyists go in and say, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm uh, representing Winnie Blues. Yeah. Uh, we're going to donate, uh, you know, $10 million to cancer research well, or something or just you know, somewhere to help, help the community. It's very at the moment in terms of the business relationships that our leaders have. And, and Peter Dutton is now maybe going to be hauled in before the high court because he has some he owns some childcare companies let's let's get that straight like that has happened for a long time with peter dutton and and the reason why he's getting hauled into court is because malcolm turnbull said all right fuck you i'm gonna make sure i've got he would have been like like spacey in house of cards he would have just said right here comes the file on Dutton. Yes. I, I'm just going to yes. send it out to everyone, all my friends in the media, and Dutton, you are done and dusted. Because it's it's all a game. Well, exactly. It's absolutely a game. And, and there's probably more stuff that's going to come out about that's it. That's what should be transparent mm. is the business and the backdoor handshakes. I don't care but that was always about out their in the passport. Open. I don't care their citizenship. Yeah. That whole but that's drama. The thing. That citizenship thing is a crock of shit as well. Yes. And all that was done is because... I want the power and I don't want you to have the power. And and every single, pretty much every single person who lost their job <laughs> due to citizenship has come back. They've had another election and they've got in with yeah. more votes. Um, Barnaby Joyce got 75% of the vote when he went back, sorted You're out his kidding. citizenship and came back. He's more popular than ever. Yeah. Um, Jackie Lambie yeah. in Tasmania, like she's coming back. And she's got yes, more people good. that are fans of her now than before yeah. just because Malcolm Turnbull or some political dick decided, oh, I'm going to get, get one yeah, up on you. Them, yeah. and, and, and I mean, I'm not a fan of Pauline Hanson or anything like that, but they put that girl in jail because yes. of someone's accounting Someone misconceptions yeah. that happened behind the scenes. And, and she came yeah. back even stronger and more powerful. 
you're right. It is a game. I think it is. Uh, They're going to stop the stupid games. But I still think it'll always be though. I, that's I still that's think, how we run our species. It's a power. It is. But, but I mean, pe- people say, oh, we need a different system of government. We need anarchy. But the system of government is good. We know it's corrupt. It's still got organisations running separate to the government that are funded by the Australian government that oversee all of the things that go on. Yeah. And you have to make sure that those things are in place to stop the corruption happening yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh, 100% agree. Look at us getting all political. We can hold a political conversation, Mike. Yeah, we're not even drunk. <laughs> That would be a good one. No, it's like that Drunk History show. That's a great show, isn't it? Oh, man, I was going to get on Drunk History. They called me up and said, hey, do you want to be on it? I'm like, yes. I love talking about things that I don't know anything about when I'm drunk. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not drunk right now. But uh, they, they ended up using a couple other people. And it, did, it only rated like 200,000. So yeah, clearly right. you used the wrong people again, Channel 10. What did you think of the pilot week that Channel 10 did? I didn't catch too much, but I did get asked if I wanted to be on Kyle's show. Like if I had any um, a case that might be suitable for what's Same. it called? Trial by court? Yeah. Oh, they asked you. Yeah. I, I had I had someone it's who wanted to take one. me to court in it. Oh, you were gonna be the defense. So I interviewed this Ooh. girl, and it was probably the most boring interview I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I decided I didn't want to play it because I didn't think anyone would want to see it. And she yeah. wanted to take me to trial by Kyle oh, to challenge me to play the interview. Oh, she sat there and just gave me yes and no one. answers. It was boring as fuck. Yeah. Oh, I thought about it, but mm. I was in. I have it. They would say, "Oh, any neighbourly disputes," and I actually like, have a crazy neighbour from Bondi. Like one of the reasons why we left. What? Bondi. Yeah, yeah. Why? What was wrong? Too many loud parties. Oh no! Oh, how would I even begin to describe this story? No, I won't. I don't even know why I brought it up. Yeah, you it's had a crazy neighbour, and cut. she she's she thinks she's a mermaid, like a living mermaid. <laughs> like, Is that the Bondi mermaid yes, online? Oh, I heard about her. Yeah. What's her story? Oh, I don't want to go on tape oh, talking come on. about her. We used Fine. to be best friends. We used to be like really good friends. Um, and then she turned a bit nasty. I think um, she, we lived in the same building as her. And I think she had cotton on that Ash and I were together. Yeah. And she didn't like that. And she used to say awful things out the front of the well, apartment. Maybe she had the hots for you. Maybe she Wanted did. you to be her merman. Maybe she did. Hmm. Um, Look, I, I've always loved mermaids and she fascinated me. And I really like people who kind of are a little bit outsiders and she's a bit of a misfit what, what um, would you go to court with her over on oh, trial by she, kyle so she's she stole my mermaid fins what <laughs> okay i have these mermaid fins and i said she could borrow them and she never gave them back and then she was claiming that they were hers <laughs> what i know <laughs> are you serious that would have been great on the show Did, has it, that show been on yet yeah well it was uh pilot week and sky wheatley the one big brother after my season she didn't like her, her boobs. boob job yeah, yeah. Which she's a, she had a bit of surgery, hasn't she? A nose job, boob yeah, job. She was perfect before. One. I don't know why she decided she needed to do anything. She's an interesting one. I I I don't know her very well, but I like. Oh, I don't even know where I'm going with this. You don't know her very I well, think, but you don't were, think she needed to get all that work done like she did. I don't know if she knows herself very well, <laughs> like, or or she's just doing that. To get attention. No, she's just doing that influencer thing really well. Mm. Like, and will sell anything, even her soul, (laughs) if someone's paying. It was weird. When I came out, there was an article Mm. and they said, the headline was, what Sky Wheatley thinks about Tim coming out. I never met her. Really? And she said, oh, he's my friend. I'm so happy for you. The journalist probably thought that she was in the same year as you as Big Brother or something like that. No, I think she... 
think she knows you because you're on them. social media as well and you've got a lot of followers. What's the most ridiculous social media ad that you've said, all right, pay me the money and I'll do that on my Instagram? Oh, I'll tell you some things I have turned. I turned down um, a, a betting one. Like a, it was a Greyhounds betting. Hmm. Or um, I, did a, I did a betting one. Did you? Yeah. I uh, I, <laughs> I had a uh, an Australia tracksuit. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. And, uh, and I was wearing it in my Instagram. Someone messaged me and said, hey, if you go down to the TAB and pretend you're putting a bet on for the uh, for the World Cup, soccer yeah, World Cup, yeah, yeah. they'll pay you some money. And I went, well, I haven't got a lot of work on this week. Oh, and the TAB's across the road. Let's give it a crack. So I went over there and I, I put the ticket in my hands and started doing this. And they paid. Well, what about the dogs? I didn't. I wasn't betting on. I was betting on the soccer. It's sports bet. Sports bet. Okay. Yeah. But you oh, didn't. You I didn't do the greyhound the, thing. Though. Yeah. And I thought. What okay, else have no, you been offered? That. Um, because I, aren't you a soap ambassador or something? Oh, the body shop. The, the body, body shop, shop Australia. And um, I mean, they're in line with it. They work with me, I guess, because of the conservation environmental angle as well. Have you got your own Tim Dormer soap? No, I should. No I? one can rub Tim Dormer on their balls. Oh my god. Would you? Would you want to? <laughs> funny a lot of people ask oh tell me what product you use for your hair yeah. i wish there was one like i wish i could market that it's yeah. water <laughs> I don't, you don't wash born it with these pubes yeah no, are you I seriously i probably shampoo once every two weeks can i smell it go for it it actually smells pretty all right at the moment okay you got right in there it's probably got that like that oily skin smells good smells good yep so what, what products are you going to bring out with the body shop? No, no, I think they... What do they yeah. get you to do? You, you, want... Like, do you post photos of yourself in the bath, just lathering yourself up with ash? <laughs> no, it's not lathering. Um, well, okay, life of an, of an influencer. Today I took a photo, I had to take a photo, which I'll email to them tomorrow to get approved, and then I'll post it, I think, this weekend. And it's just their hemp hand cream where... Oh, ten... we're talking about hemp yeah, and... Yeah, hemp. Marijuana products before. And they're doing a great thing. 10% of um, all the sales of this limited edition hemp ham cream will go towards uh, getting habitat for koalas near Noosa. Oh, so what's wow. happening with koalas up in northern Queensland, mm. because of all the habitat destruction, it's kind of like little pockets of, of populations, mm. like little communities, and mm. they can't mix with each other. So what it's all about is this thing called bio-bridges, which is basically just buying land so an animal can travel through it oh, to wow. mate and then repopulate the area. Oh, so, so they're, they're going to build a bridge? Well, buy land, which mm. bridges those sort of... Oh, I, get, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah so, wow, that's amazing. Well, it's, it's good that you're picking and choosing what, what you think is right and suits your brand. Because you, you've got fans out there who, who love you since Big Brother. They, they even I spoke to people who watched you when you were doing Big Brother in Canada and Celebrity Apprentice, where you came third on that as well. Second, and, mind you. Second, sorry. And... and and they, they, they love seeing everything that you're doing. But if you did something that just didn't really fit, like you, you, yeah, you, you, like you, know if you went and did that for Greyhounds. Sometimes yeah. I do get it wrong and people say, oh, this is a bit of an ad, Tim, you're selling When did out. you get it wrong? Um, do you do an alcohol brand or? I do sometimes do alcohol brands, but I do drink. A dating site? Um, I, I, technology I don't do very often and gaming. I Like Tinder? No, I, I, I was on Tinder's... <laughs> Float for Mardi Gras. Oh, you were. I have a Tinder profile. Oh, you have a Tinder profile. Yeah. Hey, hang on a minute. You're married. Oh, you're getting married. Look, Tinder. How can you have a Tinder profile when you're engaged? Networking. Oh, okay. So, oh, is, is Tinder it's become a just... networking thing now? 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, professionals... But all these people there think they're going to get laid. And then all of a sudden, you're one of the people that goes, so, have you got any work for me? Are you serious? <laughs> Look... Hello, I've got some work for you. <laughs> Not that kind of work, Tim. <laughs> I'm my mouth shut. I've been gagged on this whole Tinder thing. There was a Daily Mail article and it's just not good. I like yeah, I know you you're a part of Tinder because, you know, it's a dating app and your online dating things exploded. It's great. And you're you're promoting marriage equality at the same time in your new relationship. You're uh, on the Tinder float at the Mardi Gras and someone's gone, Oh look, he's he's getting out there and sleeping with lots of people. But, you know, people just wanted clickbait for a story and especially the Daily Mail. They love the clickbait. Yes, yeah. And it, what happened was it was a sensationalist headline that isn't true. That hmm. I don't organise orgies for me and my partner on Tinder. <laughs> but it kind of got me it's fired up. It's private invitation because, only, by the way. Well, like, what is with shaming couples who may not want to go down the monogamy route? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? If people want to do that, good on them. Like, there's another uh, website called Red Hot Pie. You heard of that? No. Uh, whoops. I've never been there. Uh, I probably shouldn't have brought it up. No, but I've got a friend um, and and his wife and they're on, apparently Red Hot Pie is for couples who want to get on and and find people (laughs) who want to get on. That's the one that we should be on then. So so many of my friends have met their friend, their partners on social media or dating apps, whatever you call them, whether that's Tinder, Grindr, whatever. Mm. And I don't know, there's still a bit of a, like a a shaming towards people that may... Mm. Do, we, do Let people do what meet in bars anymore? Do people meet at the grocery store anymore? Like, did you ever actually use Tinder when you were single, or no. Bumble, or no. Tingle, or yeah, Beepy, or whatever they're called? No. no, none of them. I don't think I'd survive if I was single. I, I got these friends days. who just use Instagram. Oh yeah, they just like, get, hey, how you doing? Just send them a yeah. little message, and and um, actually, I got I got this friend of mine. I, I won't mention her name, but uh, she's like a bikini girl. She's got hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. And I said, so do you get guys hitting you up like it's a dating app? She goes, do you want to fucking look? Showed me her phone, and she had like thirty or forty yeah. blokes from all over the world yeah. saying, hey, what's going on? And like having full page conversations, but she's didn't even reply to yeah there's some yeah. crazies out there yeah so the whole influencer thing and the day in the life of the influencer which you just mentioned um you you've got some trips coming up or you've done some overseas stuff uh and and that sort of fits in with your, your getaway episode that you hosted as well so is is like a travel show a thing it's going to happen oh. sort of spun off the back of your influencer profile i mean i hate using the term influencer because to me yeah. it just means someone who might be promoting a product and influencing everyone where yeah. you know, an influencer role is it should just be that but there should be people online who actually have something interesting to say they yeah. have something interesting to yeah. show you and you're someone who i would yeah. rather watch go good. to another country so i go oh he's gonna yeah. talk to the people he's gonna see what they're like he's gonna go to good restaurants and yeah he's gonna tell some funny stories whereas you, you know you're not just gonna do some half naked photos on the beach well hopefully you do those as well yeah and i guess that's what i've tried to do always with my social media was that it it was just a a a little bonus prize of of the reality show in 2013 before the year before that they didn't get the numbers that we all got and then the year after i got even like way more like it just exploded the year that we did it and it's now become a business and i just kind of went oh you know what like these are everyday people that i'm just sort of sharing my life with if i get um, a cool product or a cool experience that I'm sharing with them. Mm. It's it's not something I'm trying to influence them to to buy it 
Um, hey, people are going to it... travel, you, and you're going to make a living, and you're lucky enough to be able to do two things at the same time. Well, it's more just like I'm sharing the ride with them, and mm. and yeah, I guess it is about making conscious choices about what I do advertise. But mm. yeah, uh, that is the dream: is that I can just do whatever I want and and create content through mm. my social media that I don't have to worry about. Mm working with paid posts or mm. anything like that but I don't know I, I think it's well it's been five years since I did Big Brother it's been a long journey and personally especially last year I just mm. I wasn't in the mood to, to kind of put my life out there on social media mm. too much like, but, but you have now and, and I think Instagram started after you were on Big Brother didn't it no it was, it just was during it, it yeah, yeah, yeah so, that, we, so you sort of wrote off the back of that and yeah. I mean your Facebook thing's huge as well is there anyone yep. that, that you follow online that you really like or like a favourite Instagram <laughs> profile mine is look at this Russian and some of the stuff on there is absolutely hilarious what you get a it? chance to have a look at that it's just all these crazy Russian everyday people Russian doing people random, like, yep. like a, a big fat dude riding along on a quad bike in the nude and then he falls down a hill and oh rolls along God. on top of him and he gets up yeah, and he's I okay like just, just random really loose Russian shit it's hilarious well I you got any favourites that you look at I used often? to follow no one and then I got in trouble off my manager and my boyfriend and like well my phone's dead but I I just I don't I hate it <laughs> so bad that I really I don't expect anyone to follow me mm. i don't go out there and say click follow follow me follow me follow me do you talk to your fans yeah all the time and it, it i just i'm not interested in seeing what my peers are doing and i know myself it puts me in a funny headspace because you only follow like four people or something yeah yeah and I, well it used to be zero mm. and i i was sick of it getting clogged up i followed kyle sandlin's um girlfriend imogen because i think she's fucking cool but I just kept seeing photos of Imogen every morning. It'd just be like Imogen on my phone because she was posting so much. It was yeah. kind of like, I don't know her personally, yeah. but I, I just see everything mm. that she's doing and I went, this isn't normal. Mm. And then I'm like, well, like I should take photos like that. It's the leap of when you go like comparing what you do to mm. what they do. Just run your own race. Run your own right. You do you. So I, I think I follow my favorite one is um sharks at the moment. It's all these like just shark yeah. I saw pictures. that. Is it because you love sharks or something? Or yeah, I kind of like sharks. Yeah, I'd love to swim with. Is it a funny name, shark? Like whoever named it, it's like shit and it's fuck a, at the same like time. It's like an It's an onomatopoeia, like a chuck. Yeah, it's when it's when the word sounds like what it is. Mm. Like you'd imagine a shark would be like shark. So like you, ever, you ever dive with the sharks? No, I never have. Dude, Always wanted to. You have to get down to South Australia. Yes. I'm going to hook Port you up Augusta, with Rodney Fox. Yeah. Port Rod, you know Rodney Fox? I know Rodney Fox, Shark oh. Adventures. And it is one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my life. He's a legend. What we're going to do, like, I'm going to send you down there with a friend of mine. She's one of the best underwater photographers in the world. Her name's Jane Jenkins. That's the dream. Dude, it's the dream. It's happening. I'm organizing it as we speak. I would swim outside the cage, though. Like, no, I, and you I'm not do that. just being brave. They might make a mistake like, and just go, yum, there you go. Who gets? I'd rather die of that. Maybe I'm not going to send you to I'm do the Rodney Fox shark experience, but like these these guys are amazing. Not not just because they take you on these incredible shark yeah. adventures, but they're actually a part of shark conservation. Yes, they oh yeah, they Rodney Fox. Sharks. Yeah, and so so they they know where all the main sharks are around there. And I remember yeah. when I went down there, I got in the cage for the first time, and they don't just drop the cage off the back of the boat. They have a crane, and it lowers the cage oh. down onto the bottom 
of the oh. ocean. So you're sitting there in this cage and you're looking up and you're watching all these massive sharks the size of a minivan swim around so you. So you saw sharks, yeah. Yeah. Oh and, my and God, we Mark, thought there was so just jealous. One time we thought there was just one shark. Yeah. And uh, this, this other guy, I think he was a builder or something like that, he was leaning out, yeah. his arms outside the cage, he's taking a photo. Yeah. And, and the shark's, its head's sort of past him, so yeah. it's, it's okay to do that. And then I've turned my head that way and I've gone, there's oh, there's coming. another shark swimming just for his arm. And I've grabbed his, oh! um, his air tank and pulled him back. And he's looked at me and going, what are you doing? You're on the photo, and, yeah. and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he saved my arm. When we got to the surface, he's like, thank you, you saved my arm. I go, yep. And he said, I'm a builder. I'll build you half a house. <laughs> wow. One arm. That's a good story. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, that's on the to-do list. Dude, we're going to hook it up. I, 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 I'm going to come with you. Let's do it. Yeah, let's what do we, it. I, it's like 10 years ago when I did it. Yeah. Why the bloody hell not? I'd I'm going to put some footage in. Actually, here it is right now. This is me shark diving with Rodney Fox off the Neptune Islands down off Port Augusta. It's amazing. It's so cool, dude. You're definitely going to do that. I would love to. You got your scuba diver's license? No. Okay, you got to do that first. But we'll do that. You need yeah. a scuba diver's license. It's it's easy to get. Yeah, you right. know, you can do it over a few weekends. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I have to do a refresher as well. You because go, I, my mum used to have the job at Marineland in Sydney, uh, which is uh, now Sydney Sea Life Aquarium yeah. in Manly, but I think it's closing down. Yeah, I and, read that. And um, and she used to have a job to feed the sharks and oh, do the cool. seal show. So I go. I used to go to St Paul's in Manly, and I'd, yep. I'd go and visit her and and watch her feeding the sharks. And she took me out uh, for the first time scuba diving. I got my license when I was like 13. I was like the youngest person ever to get it in Australia. But wow. I needed to do a refresher because I haven't dived for so long and my license has expired. So let's get diving. I've not done diving. I freak out with the... It's a bit like Darth Vader. It's a little bit um, claustrophobic or something. Oh, <laughs> Are you used to it? It's peaceful. Yeah. It's like, it's like being on another planet. Yeah. I mean, you've snorkeled. Yeah. Yeah, people do have a problem with it if they're claustrophobic. I went cave diving in Mexico, God, and like Mexican, that. they don't give a shit if you haven't got a license or what. They're yeah, like, no. You dive before you snorkel, <laughs> you hold your breath in the bathtub. All right, let's go, <laughs> let's go, senor. And that is is crazy. that where you're crawling through like a like, little um, like it's the size of this room. Yeah. You're going through these these caves, and you you can't go to the surface because there's no. It's like rock hard. It's not like a cave with open air. Yeah. It's like these are underwater no underwater yeah. tunnels that you're swimming through. And then you'd, you'd come up in an opening and, and it's uh, like a inside of a volcano with a, a, like a oh, little hole at the top. Yeah. Sealed it. We saw all these monkeys swinging around. Oh, my God. And then we went through some more tunnels and then came up. And there were all these bats flying yeah. around the roof. One of the most amazing things they ever did in uh, Tulum in Mexico. But, man, you've got to get some scuba diving happening. It's amazing. Gosh, you've done some cool things. Actually, I'm going to get Valerie Taylor on the show soon. You know Valerie Taylor? I do know Valerie. So well, I don't know her, she is, but she's an idol. Yes. She's a legendary shark, shark conservationist, shark diver. Yeah. She she was known for putting on a chain metal wetsuit, yeah. putting fish in the wetsuit and letting sharks bite, bite. on it. Yeah. Crazy lady, but she's about 80. Yeah. Mad as a cut snake. So I've I'll, watched lots of her docos. Yeah. Got to, got to get her on and have a chat to her. How's, how's your Pop Sugar podcast going? I was oh. a guest on there. That was fun. You had Marion Farrelly, who's you know one of the best television producers in the world. Worked on Big Brother, The Big Breakfast in London with um, Paula, Paula Geldof Hutchins ah. and Michael Hutchins. I think she was actually yeah, right. around working with him then. But she's 
an incredible person. Oh, I loved her. You've had yeah. some good guests. Did you have Alex Mavridakis on as well? Yes, yeah, the EP of Big Brother. And he heard... also does Love Island and um, I'm a Celeb. He's, his career's skyrocketed, hasn't it? Yeah. He tried to get me on as the voiceover guy for Love Island. Oh, and, 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 do and it? all of the people from the production company and people at Channel 9, but yeah. some <laughs> asshole at Channel 9 decided that they wanted an Irish voice so they could sell it internationally. Oh, right. Is that why they chose that voice? Yeah. yeah. That would have been the best fun going to Mallorca in Spain. I've got friends that have worked on obviously and they had the best time yeah I bet. but yeah so your show was brilliant yeah i'm enjoying is it, gonna it keep going what's the story um oh we've got a few more episodes to record i'm not sure if it will keep going we kind of um we the first season was chatting to reality tv stars and we were kind of finding that they were all sort of talking the same way that they they didn't want to kind of reveal any negative hmm. sort of experiences because especially the bachelor ones i think because they don't want to piss off the show mm. or the network because there's always a chance that you might get back in there in yeah. that mansion, like with the, and with Bachelor in Paradise and all. I think I think it's sort of like this game that doesn't end where you just keep smiling. Mm. Uh, because they've constantly got PR people in their ear from the networks who are really old school PR people. Yeah. And they oh, don't say this, don't say that. You know, if you ever want to be invited to any Channel 9, Channel 7, Channel 10 parties ever again or you yes, ever want to be in another yeah, show, yeah. you better not say yeah. this or you better not say that. And also, I guess they're, they're trying to maintain their own brands of social media numbers where, like, I mean, if it's a couple where they're together, their value is more if they stay together than mm. if they separate. Mm. And... I don't know. I think chatting to the the crew, the the producers, and that they're the ones that I've I've got a lot of insight out of, and, and interesting comments about how like produced it is. And I think mm. watching reality TV these days, you, you I don't know how we still let them get away with it. Like last week on The Bachelor, mm. we had three bullies that were all left the mansion at the same time. And then one of them on Colin and Jackie Osho came out that she was a paid actress, that she was kind of Which one was cast. That, that wasn't oh, Romy. What's her name? Yeah, Romy. Was Romy. it Romy? Well, yeah. I know Romy. She's my friend and she is an actress. And it said on the actual show that she was a, a, a fashion photographer, yeah, producer, photog- director which I think she'd, she'd done part time. But I mean, every, every actor in Australia yeah. has to have a part time job. It's yeah. not, not as much work here or, or anyone that's not Nicole Kidman or Noni Hazelhurst. Yeah. Incidentally, I'm on a show with her on Sunday night at 7 p.m. Uh, Please call home. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to set the timer for that to record. But, yeah, well, no, nothing against Romy. Like, she's obviously, that's yeah. her job. She's doing a job but the producers can manipulate the storyline mm. like it, it's about control they mm. need someone in there that yeah. they've given directive yeah. to perhaps even lines scripted to mm. say someone someone that'll make the show awesome yeah like if big brother australia we just let him go and we wouldn't yeah. tell him what to say but yeah. big brother uk us and canada that you were on the actual producers not big brother but the producers speak to the housemates and say yeah can you go in there and do this? Can you just yeah. say this for us now? We'll yeah. use it in the promo. And it just takes away that third wall and it, and it, and it takes away yeah. the, the, the rawness of someone just living in a house, which is a shame. Yeah. Because I, that was the a, social experiment that was, that was Big Brother. Yeah. Mm. I think it's kind of sad now that they're more worried about um, creating the storyline and controlling what entertainment we get um, rather than, I don't know, let it happen mm. naturally. Like, What's your favourite reality show at the moment? Do you have one? Um, 
Yeah, what do I... Because The Bachelor is a crock of shit. I'm sorry. Oh, no yeah, one no. talks like that on a date. And you can even see with the... What's he, what's he called, the guy on there at the moment? The weasel? Honey badger, or the, yeah. the honey badger. <laughs> like, he looks like a nice guy, you know? And you can tell that they're putting words in his mouth and telling him to say shit it's that's just not awkward. him. And it just looks completely yeah. awkward. Yeah, I, I hope... The public that... know that. Well, I hope that we start doing something. Like, it's a protest. Can I protest The Bachelor? Yes, like, we're protesting. Like, I had Mamma Mia call me this morning and say, what's your comment on the latest Bachelor stunt? Um, one of the girls came out as bisexual. And that's not in itself that shocking, but... Ten years it, ago, they, maybe, not now. Well, they said that it was the way that the show presented it, that, that she had to sit down and come clean with the honey badger because there was something from her past that might jeopardise the relationship. Mm. And that was that she'd seen girls and with dramatic music and then after the ad break. It's, it's just so like, annoying. It's, it's someone's sexuality and it's not... It's not something to be exploited for a ratings bonanza. Well, I'm sure that the producers would see it another way. Yes, by all means. They would would have auditioned her and they would have gone, you know what? We need to get this girl to say that she was bisexual in her past and we can, after the break, she will reveal all. Well, do you know what the sad thing is? And this is unconfirmed, but I think it is... the. It was about a month ago, one of Ash's good friends who's a lesbian said... My partner's just broken up with me. She's just been cast on The Bachelor. Mm. They're going to make her look straight and then she's going to come out as bisexual, right. but she's actually a lesbian. So you knew so this about is, this before it yes. happened. Yes. Right. And the, the fact that producers had someone in their back pocket that yeah. they could pull out at any time the sexuality card. And I think hmm. I'm not questioning... That might not be her. It's entertainment. And, and it's sexuality so personal and complicated. Maybe she is bisexual or maybe she's pansexual. But... I don't know, on a show where I think it is very heteronormative Mm. and we're trying to find true love, she made the comment of, oh, I've been with girls in the past, but I really want to have kids one day, so that's why I'm ready to make it... I'll treat it seriously with you, Nick. Hello. But she wasn't really. Lesbians can have kids. Like It's it's just reinforcing Mm. that... I, that heteronormative, you have to be with male, female Mm. to have kids, and Mm. that it's, it's a weird... Way to present someone coming out as bisexual. What about Married like at First that. Sight? What do you think Don't of that? Watch it. Crock of shit. I wouldn't ever watch the dating shows, but mm. I guess personally, I, I it's for that reason I mm. find it really offensive. The, the producers of so... Married at First Sight. I'm surprised they haven't been sued because you've got people who clearly aren't perfectly matched. Yeah, it's car crash TV. <laughs> Let's tell people that we matched them up on a computer and we got the best yeah. matchmaker people and yeah. you know, clinical psychologists to figure out who they'd be perfect with, yeah. for and, and actually set them up with complete <laughs> morons that do not match them in any way, shape or form yeah. whatsoever, then sit them in a room and film it and have a psychologist go out of a brain trying to sort shit out. All I watch is, oh, I saw Change My World. Oh, sorry, I've got excited. Ryan Murphy's new series Pose. You actually, oh really? I just love it because it's uh, if you're into RuPaul's Drag Race, you and and you know about that New York drag scene. I think it was the '80s where it was like they were the rejected. It was the AIDS epidemic, and 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 that community LGBT people. Um, it's a great yeah, it's a great show. It's on Showcase Foxtel, and it's just that um '80s drag scene where they'd run these balls and they'd kind of like just get dressed up and walk the runway. It's basically what RuPaul, because he was from that scene in New York, mm. he made RuPaul's Drag Race based on that scene. Oh wow! So it's like it's really funny. The soundtrack is amazing. Mm. 
oh, it's not much funny, but yeah. But you know what? All I really watch, and this is no word of a lie, an episode a day, Golden Girls. The Golden Girls, the old series of the Golden Girls. I can't get enough. I never would have pictured you for a Golden Girls fan. I know, most people like sit down on the couch with their partner and watch Game of Thrones or <laughs> Black Mirror. What is it? Black Mirror. Black Mirror is awesome. That would send me nuts. Jack Ryan as well. That That's a new one on Amazon. Do you watch Amazon Prime? No. Amazon I don't... Prime has got some great shows. The Amazing Miss Maisel, The Just Looming Give me the Tower. Golden Girls any day. It's a simpler time. <laughs> They're standalone episodes. You don't have to like, you know... Cliffhanger to the next one. Yeah, it was 80s, 80s and 90s. What's funny is when I was younger, like we weren't allowed to watch it. I can remember mum saying, no, you're not allowed to watch that. There's too many adult You're not themes. allowed to watch the Golden Girls. Yeah, but it is <laughs> quite progressive. Yeah. Blanche is a slut. Oh, really? But oh, no, so there's things no now that when you're older, shaming. you pick up on it. Now you're older, but oh, when you're yeah. a kid, you didn't really know Blanche yeah. was, a, was a whore. Yeah, no, I didn't know. But uh, like, good on her. She's like a widower and she just is enjoying life as a 60-year-old get <laughs> From the Golden Girls to the Goldman Girls, this has been <laughs> on the mic with the legendary Tim Dormer, winner of Big Brother, third in Canada Big Brother, second on Celebrity Apprentice, yeah, and winning at life. Congratulations on your engagement. Good luck with Thank the marriage. You. And uh, really excited about what's coming up with you for the future, buddy. We'll be watching. Loving life. Let's get you back here again and talk yeah. more. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Let's we're do good. the shark diving. Oh. We're doing that. Rodney Fox shark diving is happening. I'm sending them this. I'm not the sort of person that pulls someone out of the mouth of a shark, though. So, like, don't think I'm going to return that favour of that. Like, I'll, I'll be Dude, like, I'll be yeah, keeping my hands inside the cage this time, definitely. You'll be pulling me inside the cage. There's this one-man cage, which is really scary. If, if you're oh. interested, we'll put you in the yeah. one-man cage. It's got a gap at the front this big because it's made for a big, big camera. And I got in there with my little tiny oh, wow. <laughs> these huge things. We'll talk more about that. Yes. And, and that is coming up in a future episode. And actually, we can, we can make it. We'll sell it to Netflix. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Timmy. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Oh, that was good. 